Hey everyone, welcome back to the Chase the Feeling podcast. This is your one-stop shop for inspirational chats with incredible everyday people about their journeys, their highs, their lows, their lessons learned, and their advice to younger people. It is so great to have you here today. And today is actually quite exciting because it is the Chase the Feeling podcast's first birthday. Can you believe it? We're already a year in and it's so nice to sit and reflect back on, you know, our first year and what we did and what we achieved and who we spoke to. I am a little disappointed because I was planning quite a large event to celebrate here in my hometown, Queanbeyan, in Australia, and I was hoping to get all of our guests or as many guests as I could get to come and have a big event where we could celebrate and talk and communicate, get some listeners along and really build this in-person community that we have online at the moment. But the big bad C word has stopped that. So keep your ears to the ground because early next year, I'm going to be getting this event up and going to celebrate one year of Chase the Feeling podcast. And there'll be some really great opportunities in there for listeners who have the ability to come in person to come and have a chat with us and hang out and meet some of the guests of the podcasts in person and just really have a great time. I'm going to spoil you guys and the guests with gifts and food and drink and it's going to be a fantastic day. But in the meantime, (laughs) while we're all still just cooped up for a little bit longer, I thought it would be great to do a little podcast episode um, about the year that's been it's been a great one. And I think this podcast is all about, you know, sharing your story, sharing people's stories, being raw and real and honest. So I couldn't give up the chance to come on here and talk to you guys about how what the process was like for me. I do have a lot of people ask me about how to start a podcast, how to, you know, find guests? How did you start? What equipment did you buy? Um, What have you learned? What are the difficult parts and what are the fun parts? And it's something that I really didn't get to have a lot of advice given to me before I started the podcast. Um, It was very scary and it was very um, difficult to work out the right thing to do with either, you know, some parts of podcasting I couldn't find any information on and then other parts of podcasting I found too much information on and it all sort of contradicted each other. So I just thought I would wrap all of these sort of things up into one little episode um, to celebrate and to communicate and to talk you guys through it and just to thank you as well because obviously this podcast wouldn't be here without any of you. So, how it started. (laughs) You guys would know if you listened to the very first episode that I ever brought out that 
my reason for starting Chase the Feeling came from going to local schools and talking to them about women in construction and women in leadership and self-love and independence and finding your path in the world. And I think this was, you know, quite a long time ago now. Chase the Feeling might only be a year old, but I've definitely had this like this epiphany <laughs> um, a few years ago. And the more I spoke to young people, the more I realized that there is a lot of unhappiness and a lot of uneasiness in um, young women today. And, you know, not just young women, in women of all ages. But I think it's very much once you're made aware of a issue or subject, you see it everywhere. I'm not sure if you guys know or like you've experienced it yourself, you'll see a car you like or you'll, you know, research a car you want or something and then you just see that car everywhere. (laughs) Similar to that. Um, And I just was rocked, like literally rocked by what I was seeing and hearing from people. Um, Things like very young women, um, expressing to me like women un like girls under 13 expressing to me that they believe the only way they could find a partner was to send explicit photos of themselves at like 10 years old I remember that vividly rocking me when I was at one of my schools talking and we've discussed in other podcast episodes um when I when me and my ex-partner decided to end our engagement, um, a lot of women came forward and expressed to me how proud they were of me because they hadn't done it and they wished that they'd made that step or they'd sacrificed things about themselves for partners that they didn't feel like they wanted to be with anymore or that they've heard they have friends or family that didn't, you know, make those decisions and they're stuck in situations. And I just became really aware to me over probably a 12-month space that this idea of um, people losing their wings, and I know I talk about this all the time because it's really like the core of what I want Chase the Feeling to be, is when we're young, when we're born, we have these big dreams and goals. You guys would know every time you meet a yucky, really, really young person and you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they'll tell you they want to be an astronaut or they want to be a bloody like ballerina or a, a doctor like or a zookeeper. Like it's it's raw and it's real and there's no restrictions in their mind. They truly believe that they can do whatever they want which is what we need, but through, you know, a a large range of situations such as, you know, society, school, sometimes our families, our parents, um, mentors, adults in our lives, um, partners and friends, we just get our wings clipped a little bit at a time. One wing here, one, one feather here, one feather there, another feather there. And then we wake up one day and we are a shell of ourselves or we don't have self-confidence anymore or our self-love is sabotaged or we're stuck in a job that we don't enjoy and in a relationship we don't want to be in because we feel like we have to settle or we feel like we have to follow 
society's rules. And this like really got to me, um, made me physically sick and physically upset because I guess, again, we've spoken about this on the podcast, but core values is massive and my core value, my deep and biggest, largest core value is freedom. Um, I I need to feel like I have freedom at all times. I That's why I'm passionate about travel, multiculturalism, um, not having a schedule, which sometimes doesn't help my work life. Um, so for me, this really triggered me. Um, and I was sort of halfway through my journey. I started self-development at a very young age. So I felt like I was at a point where I had worked through this and I was learning about myself, still always learning, but at a point where I could really give some real life experience, um, wisdom and advice to people about it. And so I just started talking to people and communicating my thoughts and helping people in any way I could. And I just sort of, I don't, I can't pinpoint it, but I just found that this was my purpose. My purpose was to help people grow their wings back. And also on top of that, to make sure wings don't get clipped in the first place. So that's sort of the birth of Chase the Feeling. I'm not sure if I went into that much detail in the first episode or not, but that's why I wanted to do this. And I guess the podcast grew from me wanting to build a community and get out there more and, you know, bring people along, not just me, but, you know, other people in other industries, other ages, other experiences, other races, other communities to give their thoughts and their ideas. And the podcast just seemed like this really like inclusive, um, accessible and live version to do that. Um, podcasts are really easy to listen to if that's what you're interested in you can you know as long as you have an internet connection you can access them from anywhere in the world and it's really easy to you know broaden the community with a podcast because you can get out there and find people through social media and get them on the podcast so I I never had a and definitely never had a dream of starting a podcast my in my manifestations I wasn't manifesting a podcast. I was manifesting building a community and getting real-world advice and knowledge out there for young people and for women and female-identifying female identifying and LGBTIQA plus peoples. And through my manifestations, the universe gave me the podcast. So, it's, yeah, I, de- I still kick myself all the time. Um, I definitely am winging this a lot more than people think I am, but I'm really happy to have this opportunity um, and I definitely don't take it for granted. So that's how it's sort of all kicked off. But in the way of practically starting, that was a whole nother ball game, guys. Um, <laughs> I honestly was a little bit lost because I guess I found – what I wanted to do and I worked out how I was going to do it like in the way of on paper I'm going to start a podcast but that point between deciding I was going to start a podcast and uploading the first episode was a schmuzzle to say the least. Um, 
so much research I had to do. I've like I've listened to a few podcasts in my life. Um, I've got a few favorites, but when it came to like the technology side, like what equipment I needed, how I needed to do it, um, what I needed to say, um, like I was completely lost, guys. And so, if you're feeling the same way, if you're interested in starting a podcast, but you just have nowhere, like no thought process on how to begin, don't worry because a lot of us <laughs> there with you. I know I felt like that. So sort of to break it down to help anyone who's interested, first up, I researched equipment. Um, obviously, we all know like a podcast is very iconic with the equipment that you require. So I knew at a minimum that I needed to buy some stuff um, and that I did have to put some investment into my dream and I would have to, you know, spend money um, to get this up and going. So I researched like the, I think literally I Googled best podcast equipment or like what you need to record a podcast or something like that. And I went down into the deep hole that is Google. Um, And I ended up settling on a microphone, which the one I purchased is a Audio Technica. Sorry, I just had to check the brand on the end of it. Um, and it cost me, I think, between one and two hundred dollars for the microphone. And it's literally just got like a USB plug in the back of it that plugs into my laptop. Um, I also purchased a boom arm, so it attaches to my desk. If you guys want, there's a photo or some stories of my setup in my highlights on the Chase the Feeling podcast page. So I've got a boom arm that I strap onto the side of my desk and it sits just in front of where, you know, my body sits and I slip the microphone into the boom arm. And the boom arm is literally just to hold it there so you're not holding your microphone in your hands. Um, not Not necessary to have one. I just like, you know, talking with my hands. Um when I'm communicating with people. So it was nice to be able to have a boom arm to hold the microphone. And then I bought a pop filter. And so it's a little um, clip-on attachment that clips onto my boom arm and it sits in it sits in between my mouth and the microphone. And it just helps to create a better voice um, quality um, and it helps sort of clear out all the muck Um, with my super professional podcast terminology here and make the voice and the sound really clear for you guys because I guess something that's really important is you guys want to listen to a voice that makes you feel good, a voice that doesn't irritate you. You don't want to sit and listen to a podcast for an hour if you don't like how the people that are communicating actually sound like. So that's the sort of setup I bought all up together. I think I spent between three and four hundred dollars on those items. Um, I have loved the setup I have. It's nothing too big. There's only three parts to it, but it works really well for me. Um, I obviously don't have two setups because I don't record with my guests in person, but some podcasts do that, and so they buy two setups. Um, I know there's a little bit of like technology that you need to work through if you've got two people in one room, but I haven't had to deal with that up until this point. 
But yeah, that's that's what I purchased in regards to programming. I use Squadcast, which is a online program, but it's through a website to record all my podcasts. So that records all my podcasts with my guests as well as my solo. It also records video that at some point I'm going to um, build into the social media and, you know, we might do some stuff on YouTube. Who knows? The sky's the limit. And my guests also log into Squadcast to record with me. Um, That's where all my recordings are kept. And it's a really great system. I find it really easy to use and I can just download the audio straight from that program. And I pay about $140 Australian a month for that program. I also use Canva, ride or die for Canva. Um, Any people out there who are in a creative space would know that Canva is amazing for social media and marketing and pretty much everything when it comes to Chase the Feeling. Um, I've got a Canva Pro account. I pay, I think it's like $7 a month or something for that. And then I use Audacity to edit the podcast episodes, um, tidy them up and get the audio right. So Audacity is a free program. Um, It can look a little bit complicated from the outside if you're just starting, but it's very, very simple and the help guides are really, really great. Um, And yeah, there's just some things in there. You can snip stuff, you can move stuff around, you can create silences, you can fade in, fade out. Um, You can also play around with intros and outros in there. Um, I don't do an intro on my podcast yet because I just haven't felt drawn to it. I know that um, it can make a podcast seem more professional. It can help introduce your podcast and what it's about to people. Um, It can be fun to have like a little intro with some music and stuff, but I haven't felt drawn to do that yet, maybe in the future. But at the moment, I just like hooking into the episode. You guys play the episode and it just goes straight in. But hey, if you are listening and you're like, Taz, you definitely need intro music. That would be the bomb. Make sure you hit me up on social media, Chase the Feeling Podcast on Instagram, and tell me what you want because I'm here for you guys. This is all for you, right? So if you are listening right now and you're like, no, 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 you need to change the way you do things, hit me up. Tell me. I'm always open to new suggestions from my community. And then lastly, I use sorry, one second. Yep. I use Buzzsprout to upload and control the podcast episodes. So Buzzsprout is where my podcast lives. It's its home. And Buzzsprout then sends my podcast episodes to, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer. Um, I upload all the information there and it does all the work for me um, to send it out to all the different directories. And I also keep all my stats there. So it tracks like how many people are downloading it, how many people listening to it, what countries you guys live in, um, you know, how many people start a podcast episode, how many fin- people then finish it, little things like that. And then stats for each app. So I can work out, you know, the best way that you guys like listening to the podcast. So I, I pay, I think, think like 30 or 40 dollars Australian a month for that one but the programs I use are incredible they help me they make the podcast more efficient 
and really easy to use because I guess I don't want to get bogged down in the technological side. I am here to communicate with people and share information, advice, and a message. So I don't really want to get (laughs) bogged down in any of that stuff. So yeah, that's the equipment I have and the technology I use if anyone's interested. Um, Obviously, if you need any more info, I'm always available to chat. So make sure you hit me up in the DMs if you want any more info or if you want me to go into any more detail with any of that. Um, So then I guess the other thing I did, I'm a little bit of an organizational freak. Um, My life runs off spreadsheets. You guys probably know that by now. So what I also did was I sat down and I wrote down everything that I'd want to talk about on a solo episode and then all the guests, like all my dream guests on another list. And I told myself that I wouldn't start the podcast until I had a year's worth of ideas because I didn't want to get stuck. I was so petrified of having this like situation arise where I didn't have anything to talk about and a podcast episode had to come out that week. Um I should have known that that was never going to happen because <laughs> there's an abundance of incredible people out there to interview and I always have something to talk about. <laughs> but I guess that was my fail safe to help my self-confidence at the time. So I sat down and wrote like my dream list, my dream list of guests and everything that I'd want to talk about. And then I sort of built a calendar for like the first month or two. Um, worked out, you know, when suited me best to upload podcast episodes, what day, what time, and played around with my equipment and my programming a little bit, did like some tester stuff. And then once I felt confident, I went ahead and recorded, edited, and uploaded the first episode, which was my bucket lists and backwards bucket lists one. It's actually a very popular episode. Um, The feedback I've gotten is that not a lot of people have heard of Backwards Bucket Lists, um, which I guess was amazing for me to know because it's something I do all the time. I live by it. It um, is such an integral part of my self-development journey. So I loved that the first thing I decided to talk about actually has helped so many people. And then on the third episode, we had our first guest, which was Jess. And Jess was an incredible first guest to have. Um, She spoke to us about the van life and, you know, that scary thought of like leaving your secure life behind to live on the road. And I guess it's really cool now because we're a year in and she's out there living her best life on in the van. Um, and we keep in touch all the time. So I think it was very interesting to see that like at the end of her episode, we were saying that we'd have to get her back on when she was a full-time van lifer in a few years. It's only been a year and she's already, you know, achieving her goals. So we'll have to definitely get her back on soon to talk about it. But yeah, within the first three episodes, we'd done two solos and our first guest and we sort of just went on from there. Um, yeah, it seems, and I know it seems very easy when I talk about it here now, but at the time I was definitely scared (laughs) and nervous. Um, I definitely worked through the idea of like no one liking it or no one listening because for me it was never about, it's never been about like popularity or like 
influence or anything like that. I've always felt like at a minimum, this is like a personal diary and me getting my thoughts out and sharing some experiences with some incredible people. And at a maximum, if one person, if one single person anywhere in the entire world got something out of one episode, like that was it. I was happy. I was right as rain. Like I um, definitely didn't expect the outcome that we have gotten, but I wasn't sort of chasing money or fame or anything. I just wanted to get out there and sort of build a community and see what happened. So I guess I wasn't too afraid about people liking it or not liking it. Um, I've definitely, and we talk about this so much on the podcast, right? Like about not worrying what people think about you, just following your dreams and your goals and what the universe has put you here to do and the rest will just go and go and come as it does. But I think I was definitely afraid of like getting stuck, um, like committing to too much and not being able to understand the technology or something. But there's so many people out there to assist and help and I think I've literally just done everything on the fly. (laughs) I um, have just learnt as I've gone. I've failed on the go, definitely failed while running a lot on the podcast. Um, But it's a really easy and quick way to learn when you fail and you just got to get up and keep going rather than waiting at the start line and fearing failure, just going for it and failing on the fly. So, yeah, but we definitely got more than one person listening. Um, As of today, we have listeners in over 32 countries, guys. I am incredibly blown away by that. Again, thank you so much for your support and your love, your listens, um, your feedback, your support. Like, I'm just completely (laughs) overwhelmed and so grateful for this because I guess I I don't know what I was expecting. I didn't um, expect too much, but it's definitely gone above and beyond what I ever imagined. I love this platform so much. Um, I'm so passionate about the podcast now, getting guests on, sharing information with you guys. Like we're only a year in um, and I've got a lot more planned now. So yeah, absolutely blown away. 32 countries were on our 32nd episode and things like I've made friends from all over the world here and we've built this community of just people from different areas and spaces and educations and like this incredible like there's people that I've met through the podcast that I genuinely am like good friends with now that I never would have met if I didn't start the podcast and just meeting like-minded people. I do remember when I was young feeling like I was different and that I didn't connect with anyone and I hadn't found my people, um, which is silly because now I've got, I know so many people that think like me. I am more the norm than weird, but a podcast has definitely helped me to you know, meet like-minded people and people that think like me and speak like me and want to learn like me and like the same things as me. And I'm just so excited for lockdown to finish so I can get out there in the world and see these people and hug these people and thank these people because the podcast has changed my life, which is something I wasn't expecting. (laughs) 
And like I said, um, I was always very excited about the idea of sharing live and accessible information through the podcast. Um, but I never realized how live and how accessible it would be. Like I'll record with someone on the other side of the world from my home and within a week it's up and live and people from other countries that neither of us live in are listening to it. Like it's this beautiful platform of up-to-date sharing and expression and accessibility where everyone can listen from their own spaces, their own homes, um, their own towns and cities. It's been a journey. (laughs) Um, And I guess just to wrap everything up, I wanted to speak about some lessons learned, um, some things, my own like little lessons learned like we do on the podcast about the last year of the podcast, what I've learned. And the big one, which I was never expecting, and I don't think any of the guests expected to, but it's the biggest um, feedback I get from the guests after we record, is that when I have guests on, I believe that we're doing some work to be able to help you guys learn. But in return, my guests always come away feeling high vibrational, happy and like shocked because they they had never most of them have never taken the chance to sit down and speak their story and talk about their achievements and see literally where they came from and where they are now and so a lot of them when we hit the record button off and we've finished the podcast and that's normally where you guys finish listening and go on with your day most of my guests are shocked and surprised and so thankful and they, you know, to the point where some of them feel like it's really good, like a therapy session for them because they get to sit back and just be so proud of themselves and, you know, speak about their achievements with like such joy. Um, and so it's been this really incredibly positive experience for the guests as well as you guys. And that's something I never really thought of and something the guests never really th- thought of. So that's been a really positive lesson learned is it's actually helping the guests as much as it's helping you guys, which just makes me so incredibly happy and proud. And another thing that I had no idea was going to happen was obviously over the last year, you know, we all know that not everyone has great days all the time. Sometimes you have bad days and low times and Sometimes you have happy days and good times and it's bed and flow and, you know, it's like the ocean. But something I've definitely learned is I'll call my friends sometimes and be like, oh, I'm having an awful day. This happened. I'm feeling so low. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in this situation. I can't make a decision. And a lot of the time people will reply to me by being like, you need to go to episode 18 or you need to go to episode 22 or you need to go to episode seven and you need to listen to the last four minutes. Um, and a lot of the time the advice given by myself or the guests on my own podcast is the advice I take myself when I'm in low points. <laughs> and I've got such a great community around me who listen to the podcasts and, you know, are really passionate about the work as well. And so I love when I'm like, I'm so stuck in this like situation. I don't know how to make a decision. Someone will be like, go and listen to your own podcast episode number like 12. (laughs) So the podcast has even helped me. My own podcast has even helped me in um, my own life situations, which I think is both hilarious and 
inspirational. <laughs> and also, like, I was always I was always planning to build a community within the listeners, um, but I never realised that I would build a community of alumni in the guests, um, which is just blowing my mind at the moment because to think that we've got this alumni, this Chase the Feeling alumni um, of guests from all over the world in different areas, spaces, most of these people have never met before, to think that they are now building their own community as well um, with the help of myself to then reach out to each other as small business owners, as performers, as creatives, as, you know, advocates and campaigners, like that has been a complete rock shock to me. Like, yeah, but incredible stuff, (laughs) incredible, incredible stuff. So, What's next for Chase the Feeling podcast, you ask? Um, We're going to keep doing podcast episodes and like, hey, I know I am nowhere near perfect. I know that there's weeks that podcast episodes don't go up. I know the consistency isn't always my forte when it comes to podcast episodes, but I try my best and I try to be as open and raw and honest as I can about things. Sometimes I have low weeks. Sometimes my full-time job gets in the way. Sometimes I just have a miserable week where I sit in bed and play PlayStation and eat fried chicken and don't want to be a part of the world. Um, but most weeks it's my passion. I, it doesn't matter what happens outside of work with my training, uh, my fitness, my, you know, my dancing work, my friendships, my family, my partner. I always make time for the podcast because it's my rock and now with the little baby sister, Chase the Feeling Travel, I felt like I, I feel like I'm more in my purpose than ever before. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm here for a long time and a good time with Chase the Feeling. It's going to be an absolute rocker. Um, we're going to have a lot more collaborations with um, alumni and like and partnerships with you know companies and initiatives that we believe match our thought processes as um, Australia starts to open up again and the world starts to open up again. And as I start traveling with Chase the Feeling Travel, we're going to be going to the countries of some of our overseas guests and doing some amazing collaborations and some fun sort of bits and pieces between the two. So please make sure that if you are following Chase the Feeling podcast on Instagram, but you're not following Chase the Feeling Travel yet, that you jump on there and follow both the accounts. It's pretty easy because if you go on to Chase the Feeling podcast in the bio is actually the link to Chase the Feeling Travel um, and also a link to my personal account, Tazzy D, if you're interested in seeing photos of my boyfriend and dogs and a bit of my dancing. <laughs> but we've got lots planned. Um, we're going to be bringing out some short courses soon and some leadership training and some financial independence training. We're only at the start. This is only the beginning. <laughs> and I'm so excited to share it all with you guys every step of the way. I'm so grateful to be given this opportunity. I'm so grateful that you trust me with your your ears and your brain for an hour a week to listen to people and support us and share your thoughts. I um, I couldn't be more proud of Chase the Feeling and <laughs> we're only a year in. 
but please make sure that you subscribe or follow your Chase the Chase the Feeling podcast on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. If it's Spotify, give us a follow. If it's, you know, Apple Podcasts, give us a follow. And please, if the platform that you use has a section where you can rate us and give us a review like Apple Podcasts, please do if you can um, because the more reviews that we get, it's not just a ticker box for me to feel good. That's not what it's about. It's the more reviews we get and the more positive reviews we get from people like yourself, the more we can find other people out there who can help or, you know, can really get something out of listening to the podcast. So if you want to support us, um, you can do that by following us on Instagram, following us on your favorite podcast streaming service and giving us a review. But thank you so much again. I, yeah, words can probably not explain how excited I am, but we'll find them at some point. So thank you so much, guys, for having a listen, and I will see you next week for another incredible episode. We have a banger of a guest on. She is a absolute weapon to the point where the Australian Financial Review voted her one of the 30 under 30. So that's a big clue there. If you know who I'm talking about, come on over to Instagram and have a guess. All right. Bye.